The home video update is sponsored by you. Yes, you. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash home video update to join as a patron to unlock exclusive membership benefits. Thank you for supporting the home video update. Hi guys, it's Mike. I am back. It is just after 10am on the 5th of February 2023. And yeah, we'll we'll get straight into it because I have to make up some of the news that I missed due to the technical issues last week. Hopefully there's no maladies this week. Um, but start as always with um, what I've been watching. So I watched a couple of films back to back. It's a weird double bill. I don't recommend it. Um, I watched The Fablemans and I watched Mithrigan, aka Megan or Megan. Um, yeah, so Fablemans, um, I have this big thing about always wanting to watch films about filmmaking, um, or documentaries about filmmaking or anything behind the scenes, sort of how the, um, sausage made sort of stuff. And obviously knowing a lot about Spielberg's life and a few of these stories, because this is based loosely on his life. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, the type of film I'd want to watch in the cinema, and I unfortunately didn't watch it in the cinema. I did watch it at home. Same with Megan. Um, but it's it's really, really good. Now, I haven't seen The Post, which is one thing that really bugs me. I have to get a copy of The Post and watch that. Um, there's very few 4Ks. I think there's a German or an Italian, maybe French 4K. Um, might be American for all I know, but um, we didn't get in the UK at least. Um, yeah, it's <clears throat> a story about his family pulling together and falling apart about him discovering sort of eight millimeter films and making stuff um, with his boy scout friends, making little Westerns and war films and things like this. Um, And then sort of his life blossoming and developing with a great scene at the very end, which is worth the price of mission alone. Um, It's a story he's told many, 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 many times, but that doesn't take the impact out of it because it's really well done. There goes the yawning um, with a really, really good cameo of the person playing um, the person in the scene. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I don't want to go too much into like the actual details of it because I think you need to see it yourself. I mean, there's a lot of talk about like the edible nature of everything, about how, oh, he's very much in love with his mother. And we had someone... Um, 
who went to see it in um at work who um he took his mum to see it and i'm like mm, yeah uh, maybe not um like i say it's not really sort of a hardcore thing like that but it's um yeah um yeah there's um some really 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 nice moments in it it is beautifully shot the music is great i mean it's john williams and steven spielberg i mean where where can you go wrong it's fantastic um and i really loved it i thought it was a great little touching sunday night movie or was it saturday night i watched it uh, i can't remember um but fantastic like really really worth a watch and then i watched megan now megan i enjoyed i will say that it's definitely a pg-13 horror film um it's bloodless like almost completely it has some good moments of menace um not really menacing there's something i won't spoil but there's a moment that made me laugh literally out loud which was um it's um i won't spoil anything there's a character who dies um and someone's recounting the information about this and and it made me laugh so hard and i don't know what it was but it was fantastic um it's basically child's play it's child's play but less bloody child's play was obviously magic because it was like voodoo that put um charles ray into the body of chucky um this isn't it's just like ai so if you look at like ex machina or things like this or um what's that other film with killer robot not terminator obviously um but yeah, it's it's quite fun. It's effective. It's well made. It's for a PG thirteen bloodless horror film for the writer of *Malignant* of all things. I mean, really, um, it's really good. It's a good little fun watch. I mean, it's like just under two hours long. I think you need kind of more of that because it's um, yeah, it clips on at a nice little pace, and it was definitely worth the watch and good fun. <clears throat> um, I have actually seen some films in the cinema. Now, I work for a cinema company. I work in a cinema. And I haven't actually watched anything in a cinema before last week. So last Tuesday, as I said um, on the previous podcast, I went to the New Scott Cinemas near me. And kind of road testing it because I'm a nerd. And also road testing it because um, I get to compare it. Um like, what's their popcorn like? What do they offer? What are their prices like? Um, what's the seating like and things like this? So I went to one of their smaller screens, which is their VIP screen, which has big leather recliners. Now, the Odeon near me has leather recliners. Nowhere near as big or plush as nice as these. Um, same with the um, Showcase Cinemas Deluxe that's in Bristol. Same sort of deal. Um, I went to the Emperor of Light because, again, I want to see films about making movies or films about movies and this is a film about cinema so again kind of funny there was a funny moment because i have a real weakness due to my brother for maltesers buttons if they sell them i'll buy them um and i they didn't have any so i actually bought some maltesers which i haven't had in quite a while just actual maltesers i don't eat that much like chocolate chocolate anymore um so i picked them up and there's a scene in the movie where Someone at the concessions um, gets asked for some Maltesers. So they go, oh, yeah, it's 20p. And I'm like, motherfucker, these just cost me like £3.80 or something like something stupid. Um, but it was it's it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful film. It's a film where it's got this 
brilliant moment of absolute horror and tension where I was like feeling so sorry for myself, so just like on edge. Um, and it was beautiful and brilliant and funny and sweet and it loves cinema. It really does. I mean, the one thing about it is you don't really see much of the films. There's moments of talking about like, you know, what's the weirdest thing you found while sweeping up a, um, a screen and stuff like this. And I can relate to that now. And, you know, it's it's not my job to sweep up screens a lot. But when you're training, you have to do these things. And I actually quite enjoy it because you get to see what people have and haven't bought or where they're sitting and what they're doing and, you know, things like this. And it's it's kind of interesting. Um, so it, it's little bits like that. And you don't actually really see much in the way of films in this film about a cinema. It's mostly about the people. I think the first film you see is Stir Crazy, I think it is, the um, the Wilder Pryor movie. Um and then there's a big moment at the end, which I won't spoil with a certain film. And it's it's this um, beautiful love letter to the 80s and cinema and changing times in the UK. I mean, you know, about race divides and old versus young and like what's correct and what's right. And it's a beautiful, beautiful film. And I like Sam Mendes as a whole. I mean, it's Roger Deakins as well. I mean... <sighs> This was, I think said last week, it's um, in their VIP screen and it's a 2K laser NEC projector. And I've got tons of photos of the inside because I was only me and this other couple in there and I got in there before they did. You can see like every speaker. Like, the atmosphere, I think it's 38 speakers in the smaller screen. And they've t- put like tunnels in the, um, or like channels, which is better, better way of saying it, in the ceiling. And the speakers are mounted into it. And then there's a few that are proud of it as well that are pointing directly at you. And it's like real attention to detail. Um, There was a time where it looked a bit washed out. The problem is all cinema screens nowadays in normal modern installs. My cinema is quite modern. Is Most of them are 1.90 to 1. Sort of half this and half that screens. Um, Because you can't have like masking anymore. Oh, good again. Bloody hell. So you can't have masking anymore because it costs too much if it goes wrong. So you have one size fits all screen. So you either have a scope screen and you miss the sides of it, or you have a bigger than 1.80 to 1 or flat screen. Um, and that means you have black bars on a scope um, movie. So that's fine if you've got a laser projector and the bars look black. Um, if they don't, it looks a bit odd. Um, so with this... The laser did get pretty dark, to be fair. It's not a dark room it's in. It's it's pretty dark. But you the detail on it, even for, like, it's a 4K finish because it's Deacon's Abedda. So it looks beautiful. Projected 2K, but that doesn't matter. The detail on it was amazing. And Deacon's photography, oh, my God. It was a pretty, pretty, pretty movie. It looked beautiful. Um and I would recommend it if you have a brand new Scott Cinemas or a newer Scott Cinemas near you, go and have a look because like the toilet sinks are marble and it's like beautiful, beautiful looking place. Um, and it's just a nice place to be. It's going to become my favorite place to go for like the grown up esoteric films. So the films that don't get like a big general release, I wouldn't go and see like Ant-Man there. I'm going to the IMAX to see that and I'll probably see it at mine as well if we do like a staff showing or something. Um so th- there are things where I would rather see it in like a state-of-the-art place, but also 
their big screen's reasonably big for the looks of the dimensions, and it's got like a what's it, fifty-eight speaker array Dolby Atmos set up. I mean, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, I could use it for things like that, and it might be okay if I lived, you know, in Bridgewater where it is. But it's like still, it was a bit of a trek, but it's not that much of a trek if it's worth it. Um, so the next thing I watched, I was at work. Um, I was meant to finish at 8 p.m. We finished a bit early for like the thing we were doing. And I said to my boss about, oh, you know, I haven't actually got to see anything in a while and it's really bummed me out. And he said, well, they're fine. Do you want to like watch a movie or something? I'm like, yeah, I might pop into a film and see something. But by the time we talked and sorted something out, everything had finished. Now, one of our screens at the moment has a broken air conditioner. So it's just pumping out cold air and it is freezing in there. So I said to him, hey, look, if you don't mind, um, and this is the sausage is made sort of stuff, which fascinates me. Um, I said, can I whack something on that screen um, and just sit in there on my own? He goes, well, yeah, we can't let normal people in. So as long as you're not taking anyone else in. I'm like, no, it's only me. Um, and he said, yeah, go for your life. So I went out, bought my um, Maltesers buttons, salt and sweet popcorn and Pepsi Max cherry, which is my order. And I put it in there and I thought, OK, let's have a look. Now, the cinema i've been training in is about 20 something years old and it's not state-of-the-art at all like none of it is um we're a lot better off we've got christie projectors that are better than the nec ones they've got i mean they're still 2k but they've got four great 4k upgrade paths so there is a way to do sort of stuff so i thought i was looking at the stuff we had on our like server because most stuff if you don't know gets downloaded over satellite there are occasional things that come on hard drives still very rarely it's normally like the um foreign language movies especially the tamil movies things like that um so i thought i'd have a look and see what we had um and i had to be taught by um my counterpart in there um how to set it up because it's different to the way i've been trained in the other other cinema so i went and bought my food and thought what do i want to watch i want to watch something a bit fun so I wasn't sure. It was going to be, um, I think it came down to, oh, what was it? It, was, it wasn't going to be The Whale because I wasn't the fun for anything sort of dark or dreary. I wanted something lighter. It was going to be, that's it, Knock at the Cabin or um, Plane. And I thought, do you know what? I want to watch Plane. I want to watch some big, dumb action movie. It's already on, like, um, home streaming in America, which I realized five minutes after the movie started, I got an email from Limesgate saying, hey, um, so we had a look, <coughs> and she said, right, this is what you do. It's basically like an iTunes playlist, the way the um, the Dolby software works. Um, so you pick what you want, and you put it in a playlist, and then she gave me this tablet. Um, it's just a normal iPad. And you go in, and you can control the house lights. You control the volume. You control everything. You just press play. Um, you have to put the dowser open and put the bulb on, um, which is like easy. It heats up pretty quick. And then you just hit play. Easy peasy. However, it started playing the trailer for Plane, not the movie Plane. So looking at, and you can sort by feature, ad, or um, like trailer, it's all flagged as whatever the content is. It turns out only anything on that one, because the one, in, um, the one I was training in, it has basically most of it on the server itself. Um, whereas ours... You don't. You have a server, but you have to play the content on the actual projector. So the projector has a little, let's call it a hard drive of its own, um, and you have to put the content on, and it fills up, and you have to delete and move and whatever else. 
And I said, I had a look at what was on there, and it was La, it's obviously a kids mostly used screen. So it's La La Crocodile, Matilda, um, and something else. It's mostly kids stuff. So I went back and said, Oh, it's not actually on there. It's the trailer. And she's like, Oh, God, sorry. And I said, It's all right. So we can copy it over, but it will take around half an hour. And it took pretty much exactly half an hour. So I just left my food in there because, I mean, the drink's not going to melt in like a really cold screen, and the Maltesers are fine. So I wasn't that bothered. Um, and just sort of watch this thing and also made a little playlist for myself. So I put on the trailer of 65, the trailer for Evil Dead Rise, because Evil Dead fan, and then Plane. So it's all queued up. I mean, the trailers were already on there. That was that was easy enough. And you just add them to the playlist before the film. And then <clears throat> I sat there and basically watched this counter go down, transferring however big. I don't know what the file size was on Plane. I'll have to have a look. Um, it's a 4K file, so let's assume it's just under 300 gigabytes probably um and it took around 28 to 40 minutes something like that um so that transferred over i went back into the screen with my tablet house lights down lamp on dowser open play and there's the 65 trailer and i put the trailers on one because hey fun and two because you let the projector sort of get into warming up and if there's any issues you can see it and stuff like that that's why People don't know, most cinema chains, and we do this, you check three times in a movie. You check trailers and things when the lights are up because you make sure everything's playing, you can hear sound, and it's in focus. That's the main thing. So are there any problems because you can sort it before the film comes on. You check around 20 minutes into the movie to make sure, one, the, the film's playing, two, again, sound focus, all that stuff. Three, you take night vision in when the, the lights are down because you've got to see if anyone's recording anything, anyone's got the phone out, anyone's doing they shouldn't do. Um, and also taking disturbances, stuff like that. Um, they do get very hot on vulnerable releases, like the big new releases, to say, hey, you need to have night vision at all these performances. Um, good habits to do it anyway. <coughs> and, yeah, I'm my own personal screening of Plane, which was quite fun for a silly little action. I mean, it starts kind of slow and weird and it's okay. And I think it's all right. But then as soon as it gets to at the end, um, no spoilers, but there's like this whole sort of gunfighty thing that happens. I think it's in the trailers. That's really good fun. And it's good brainless entertainment. And I had it quite loud because, hey, I'm the only person in there. Who gives a fuck? I mean, you can't hear any bleed over to the other auditoriums anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but it was it was fun to do. It's fun to have my own little screening and do what I wanted, how I wanted. And I love that. I mean, normally we do things like staff screening, stuff like that. And if you want to watch something, if I want to go in with my spare 4K player, an HDMI lead, plug it in and watch, I mean, Marvel stuff. So let's say I said something the other night. And we should do a Marvel before they were good thing and watch like, or Marvel before they were Marvel and watch um, the Punisher, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher I've talked about, you know, very early on in this podcast. And maybe Blade 2, because Blade 2 is so fucking loud. I actually want to watch it at home, but it's so loud, I will get complaints. I don't know why that movie's mixed so hot. Um, but that's another thing as well. If you think of most of these things, for people who don't know, again, our sausage is made, most of these films play at about four let's just call it four. i mean i'm not into the things but it says four on the dolby processor so level four on the volume so volume four um there's a 
movie called Patan that's out at the moment, which is um, an Indian movie. It's um, part of a spy franchise, I think. Um, the Guardian said it's better than most Bond movies, which I've seen bits of it. I wouldn't agree, but it looks like Hobson Shaw is where I'd equate it. Um, one of the screens in the one I was training in was bypassed completely. So you had to, it's, it's weird. It was broken basically. And it's insane loud. Like my ears were ringing coming out of it. And then I was like, Oh no, it's just their movies. It's the way they do it. I'm like, no, no, something's wrong here. Cause Babylon was in the same screen and that was loud as well. This is insane. It went into a different screen and it was fine. It went to another screen and it was quite loud. Um, this screen it's deafening. So it's weird how these things are mixed, but playing at times was like insane loud. Um, I'm going to have to play with it as well because there was a little bit of, there's a lot of fast motion, a lot of fast shaky cam um, in playing. Even when at the beginning, again, no spoilers, he's walking to, he's a pilot, Gerard Butler, and he's walking to his um, check-in at the gate to sort of get onto the um, <coughs> the plane. And... Um, it's shaky and blurry and smeary. So there's a setting on that um, Christie I know that can sort of knock that down. It's like a 3-2 pull-down thing. But it's like, oh, this is really giving me a headache. It's smeary. I might just go home. No, oh, actually, I bought all this food. Now I'm going to stay here. And I kind of forgot about it after a while. But with you saying about, oh, my God, yawning all the time. And about the black levels on the bars, because most of our screens are like that weird mid-ratio thing. And because plane didn't fill the screen, because um, it is, is it scope? I meant to check this, because you can press a button and sort of over force, um, force it over. I'm pretty sure it is 2.35 to 1. Yeah, 2.39 to 1. Yes, so it had black bars and stuff and everything else. Um, and they were very grey, because they are just Xenon, you know, 2K projectors. They're not laser. They're not going to get black, 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 but that's why I have a light-controlled room. And it didn't look bad at all. And I was quite fun just having my own little private screen in a plane. Um, but I was saying about these star screenings. So if I want to do that Marvel thing, we invite everyone. If people want to come, they do. If they don't, then you've got your own private screening, haven't you? It's simple. I mean, cinemas now, because you've got safe power, because, you know, after COVID, it's like a weird environment and everything's, you know, hit or miss and we don't know what's going on. We don't open till quite late on in the week because there's no point. There's no point firing up like multiple screens, bulbs, lights, everything else, because it costs a lot in um, energy. And there's no reason to do that if no one's going to come in. So staff are in there quite early. If you wanted to come in before work um, and say, hey, we're doing a star screening of this or after work and say, hey, we're going to watch X new film or hey, we're going to watch. I mean, the guy who sort of looks after him in my place has done things like Robocop director's cut. Um, and a few other bits and bobs like that. So you can do whatever you want. As long as you've got a copy of it and it's legal, you know, it's fine. You can just project it on the big screen. You can plug a PlayStation in if you want. It's going to run at 2K, but, you know, it's it's fine. So it's just 1080p. But it, it's a cool thing to do. Um, and then last night, because I wanted something a bit Saturday nighty and a bit loud. Um, and again, Roger Deakins, I watched Sicario, a film I saw in the cinema and loved. Um, I watched it on Blu-ray, and I think I watched it on 4K when I, the 4K came out. And I still love it. It's great. It's hard-hitting. It's beautiful. I mean, those boys know how to shoot a film. Deddy Villeneuve and um, Roger Deakins, they just work so well together. It was really good. And, oh, my God, the Atmos in that, that is an Atmos showcase. I mean, it's also a 4K showcase because 
I mean, the HDR isn't like searing because it's Deacon's and he doesn't like HDR, but it is subtle and it's nice and it looks good. But the Atmos, oh my God, there's a bit with a helicopter, literally the helicopter's off screen and it's hovering just over your right sort of shoulder. It's like in the air of your right shoulder. It's a beautiful, beautiful mix. And well worth like hearing. If you've got an Atmos setup and you haven't seen Sicario, watch Sicario. It's amazing. I haven't seen the sequel. And I forgot that Taylor Sheridan did this. Taylor Sheridan, I liked when he was making movies. So Sicario, um, Wind River, I liked. And um, Hella High Water, I think, is amazing. But now he's gone that pro sort of right wing, sort of Yellowstone, um, multiverse of Yellowstone projects. And I don't know about him anymore. I mean, I liked the... Um, Oh, God, what was that Angelina Jolie firefighter movie? Oh, I can't remember the name. It's got a really weird name, and I can't for life remember the name of it. Those For those who left behind or something like that? No. Whatever the name was. I mean, it was okay, but I think he's gone a bit... He's starting to smell his own farts, you know. He's gone... He's gone... He's believing his own hype a little bit, and I'm not fully with it. Um, so, that's what I've watched so far. Um, I've not planned to watch anything big this coming week. I'm in a different cinema. Hey. Um, and it is the cinema I saw the Screen X of Maverickin. Um, so they have a Screen X, they have a 4K um, super screen, so, or, you know, whatever branding. Um, so I get to see the 4K laser projector. I'm doing my AV training there, which is cool. Um, they've got 4DX and super screen as well, um, Screen X. So I get, they've got toys. So I get to see the toys and like have a look and see what's going on. So that'll be very interesting. Um, I might have have to have a play if the GM lets me. I mean, who knows? Um, and see what that's like. So it'll be interesting to see how those work behind the scenes. I, I'm fascinated <coughs> by the um, the whole behind the scenes thing. It's it's the thing I love the most. I mean, I like the job anyway, but I love the fact that they're pulling apart and putting these things back together again and seeing how they work or... When's if you do this or, oh, will you run this? Does this play properly? Does that fill the screen? Or would you have to press for this? And I mean, they are big, dumb projectors. They don't know what they're doing. It's mostly software driven. I mean, on ours, you basically have a little add-on screen that says, what's your input? Okay. What um, um, size screen have you got? Is it scope film? Is it a flat film? You know, is it over HDMI? Is it off the server? I mean, you've got to tell it what it's doing and it'll just go, okay, yeah, I'm getting it from there. Lovely. And I'm outputting to the Dolby processor. Yep, lovely. Um, right, open the dowser. Lamp's already on. Playing. That's it. it. It's a big, dumb thing, but it's so much fun. So news. Um, yeah, this is going to catch up a little bit on... Obviously, the issues I had last week where, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what happened there. I've looked since as well to see if there was like a file missing somewhere or there's something going wrong or, you know, what happened to the news that I recorded that disappeared. And do you know what? I can't find it anywhere. Like, literally, I cannot find what happened to that part of the file it said it was recording it looked like it was recording like the numbers were going up and everything else but it didn't and i still don't know what happened so i have no answers for anyone on what happened there so if i do overlap i've tried to listen back to it and i hate listening to my own sort of podcasts and videos and stuff but if i do find out what happened to it 
Um, sorry, if I do overlap some of these things, then I do apologize. But I've tried to go through and think of the bits that I did didn't talk about. So Magnificent 7 from Shout Factory, boo. They've detailed some of the the bits and bobs for it. So I do want... Well, I do I do want this, but I'd rather someone else put it up. So I'd rather, rather Arrow or someone else put it out in the UK. Um, got a new restoration and color grade, which is great. But using existing 4K scan. Now, the rumor was... I can't remember who had it back in the day. It was either Kino or Criterion or someone. And they never put it out. So it might have been prepared for them. And they've color graded it again. But things with MGM, there's a lot of that stuff that's 4K SDR on iTunes. And I had a look last episode for this. And the only thing in 4K for Magnificent 7 on iTunes is the Anton Fuqua version. Um, which is 4K, whereas the actual big grown-up proper... Oh, I like that version, actually. I saw it in the cinema. I like that a lot. Um, whereas the um, this version of it isn't in 4k at all it's only in hd so it's not one of those ones that's been sitting around in you know itunes limbo for years and years and years it's it's literally just a random thing that they've had somewhere and someone had rights to i don't know um it has got the original mono track well it says original mono track but no shout factory they lie so we'll see it's got 5.1 and it's got a stereo track, which is weird. Why have a stereo track? I don't get it. Uh, it's got old audio commentaries. There's nothing really new. I've got the DVD box set of all of them. Um, I don't know if there's anything missing by the looks of it. It seems like it's all... I was going to say normal, but I suppose it's all set, it seems like it's kind of normal in a way. Um, extras wise, I don't think there's anything missing or anything scary or anything, you know, um, like an amazing deal or something, you know, going on. But I mean, I, I want this, I do love Magnificent Seven, but not from Shout. Um, so Heather's from Heroes, a uh, film I've seen in a very long time, it's been um, restored in 4K by Kino. Only on Blu-ray, which is a shame, because they've gone with the original camera negative. Um, I really want to see this again. It's Don Siegel. Yep, Don Siegel. Um, it's a good little sort of men on a mission sort of movie. Um, but yeah, it's... I mean, I'll, I'll probably pick it up in a Kino cell or something. It's April 11th that's coming out. Um, it's just a shame it's not an actual 4K disc. Um Again, Screen Factory releasing stuff that I want, but I don't really want to um, get from them, which is lucky because um, basically they're releasing Russell Mackay's Razorback. Um, I like Razorback. It's great fun. I like Russell Mackay's director. I've talked about him before. Um, It's the Umbrella Entertainment Restoration. So all they've added is an audio commentary by the looks of it. There is a VHS cut, so the 4 to 3... Australian home video version, which is neat and cool to have on there, but I could just get the Umbrella version, to be fair. I don't see why there's any reason to upgrade this Killer Pig movie. I mean, yeah, I'd probably just go with that. Um, Second Sight have released details on the Text Chainsaw Massacre 4K Blu-ray. 
Now, I don't know about this. I like it just fine. I wouldn't get any other version anywhere else, like the Turbine version or the US version. I'd get this, personally. Um, it is a three-disc set. One 4K, two Blu-rays, with both features on both formats. Um, it's a new PlayStation with additional restoration work. So that means it's the current 4K master that's on all the other discs. Um, with Dolby Vision presentation produced by Second Sight. Now, it has got Dolby Atmos. Same as the Turbine one. What's the fucking point? Stereo and restored original mono mix, which is the good thing produced by Second Sight Film. So they've gone back to the mono and done it themselves, which means it might be better. New audio commentary by Amanda Reyes and Bill Ackerman, which is good. And then the rest of it is stuff that's been on every release ever by the looks of it. Um, I mean, it's got a nice cover, which has got like the original VHS artwork on it. Um, it's got a hardcover book, but I probably won't get the normal, the big version of this. I'd probably just get the cheapy normal version because I don't need all the bump with Texas Chainsaw. It's a great film, but it just doesn't really do anything for me. I don't, I don't know. Now, an interesting one. Mill Creek has signed a new distribution deal with Disney, so they're going to release um, TV shows from ABC Signature, Twenty Century. 20th Television, Hollywood Pictures, Touchstone Pictures, and 20th Century Studio Libraries. So that means a lot of this stuff that's lost to Touchstone and the time and things like this in Hollywood Pictures might actually come out on Blu-ray finally, which is fantastic. However, it's Mill Creek and they're a disaster. So I think they might be releasing some of the Disney... Um, uh, what are they called? Um... Oh, what are they called? The DMC sort of things. The Disney Movie Clubs, that's it. Um, just for normal people. But it doesn't say anything about releasing or when they're going to release stuff or anything else. I mean, it's a shame they're using Mill Creek, but at least it's better than nothing. So, Kino again. They're on a roll at the moment. They're releasing The Big Easy, a film I absolutely love and haven't seen in a very long time. Um, new remastered by Lionsgate Films in 2021 with a new audio commentary by director Jeremy Ride. Great, it's a great film. Again, not in 4K, only in um, DVD, um, Blu-ray rather. But it's great. Um, Dennis Quaid, Alan Barkin. It's a great film, and I will pick this up again, probably in a kino sale. Um, now I'm pretty sure I didn't do these, so I will go through them again. Um, Screen Factory and Shout Factory new releases. Again, they're releasing things that I want. So there is the People Under Stairs, um, which is a great movie. I've got the Arrow Blu-ray, but this seems to be a new master because it's in 4K, um, which is great. Um, it's got all the same extras by the looks of it that Scream put out and Arrow put out, but it is a 4K master and it does need a new master because it's not great. Hopefully it's these things like Serpent the Rainbow. Um, more Wes Craven on 4K, the better. I know there's sort of something like a lawsuit going on with um, Nightmare on Elm Street, so maybe that's holding up them releasing that, but I, I really hope they get around to it. Um, the Haunting of Julia, 4K Blu-ray. Um, I don't remember a lot of this film. I know someone else is putting this out as well, I'm pretty sure. I think it might be BFI in the UK. I think so, because they're doing Ennis Men, and I was looking at that as well. I can't remember who's putting this out in the UK. I think someone else is, but I can't remember the details of who's doing it. Um, Endangered Species. Um, 
a film I really haven't heard of. Um, Bless the Child, which is that Kim Basinger sort of revenge thriller. Um, Envy, the Ben Stiller Jack Black movie that did nothing at all. Uh, it's Barry Levinson. Yeah, Barry Levinson film. Random. And New Gods, Yang Jan, which I haven't heard of either. So not bangers as far as I'm concerned, um, apart from people on the stairs, which I'll definitely buy. Paramount, being Paramount and being weird, are celebrating the 10th anniversary of G.I. Joe Retaliation by putting out a new steelbook. Great. Woo. I mean, all right, it's it's an okay action film. It's not very good. They put Rock on the cover because I'm guessing they thought Black Adam would be bigger than it was. Pointless. Um, A Man Called Otto, coming out from Sony. Um, I've seen the original film. I haven't read the book. And since some scummy kids ran into a screen and we had to kick them out, I've now seen quite a bit of the end of it, I think. Um, Which is a shame. And I think it changes a little bit from the um, original Scandinavian version. Um, But it is a good film. Um, I did enjoy it. It's not a perfect film. There's Mark Forster, and I like him as a director. Director the Bond film. Um, at March 14th. Um, a film I really, really want to see, which is, might surprise some people. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, yeah, that this is out, and it's... Well, maybe that I kind of want to see it. Um, House Party, the 2022 Blu-ray. Um, I grew up on the original House Party movies. Um, three, not so much. Anything beyond three, definitely not. Um, one and two, though, we, we watched all the time. And I could r- recite them, like, straight back and forth. Um, I need. To, I really do want to see this. The trailer looked quite funny. Um, I'm not desperate to see it, but it's something I will pick up at some point. And have a look and see what's going on with. Because I think it got... I'm saying it got good reviews. Let's actually have a look on Rotten Tomatoes and see if it actually got good reviews. But it's meant to be straight to HBO Max. And it actually got a theatrical release. Which is like David Zaslav like, making really weird choices over at Warner Brothers. Um, I don't understand what he's doing. But I don't think anyone understands what he's doing. Because that's what he does. Uh, no, we got 29 on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is pretty bad. Um... Um, yeah, it might be bad. Um, well, mind you, House Party 3 got 0 on Rotten Tomatoes. House Party 2 got 27, and I love that. House Party 1 got 94%. Holy shit. House Party 1 got 94%. That's insane. It got more than Wakanda Forever. It got more than Plane. I mean, I love House Party 1. I think it's a great film, but... That's quite surprising, actually. Oh my god, that's that's kind of okay, fine, cool, um, random, but yeah, it's got more than Avatar, but that's not hard because Avatar's garbage. Oh, there we go, Patan got eighty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. A slightly sap dash, but intoxicating blend of occasionally disparate ingredients. Patan offers over-the-top action thrills of Bollywood bells and whistles. It seems like it's meant to be like this gritty thriller, but it's not. It's fucking nuts. If you... Yeah, if you if you have a look at some of the scenes of that, if any of them on YouTube, watch it. But I kind of want to see House Party. I mean, I wished, 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 wished 
they used it to launch Houseboat 1 2 at least on Blu-ray. Just an HD version, a newer master, because the HD TV versions aren't great. They've been around for ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So, Kino again, because it's the Kino day, apparently. Are we some Kindergarten Cop? Now, there was a joke going back that, like, Criterion, April Fool's, were going to release, like, um, Kindergarten Cop. Kino, don't think it's a joke. They're doing it. I mean, that's great. It needs a new transfer, though. Same with Twins. It needs something doing to it, because I think it's a German and a Spanish Kindergarten Cop, and they're not great. Um, hope they get something new. There is no date on that at all, though. Kino. Oh, no. It should be Kino. It's Shout Factory. Yeah. Disappointed because, again, they're releasing films that I really want to buy. Midnight Run, 35th Anniversary Edition, 4K Blu-ray. That's annoying. I would desperately, desperately want to buy that if someone else put it out. Maybe Arrow could? I mean, is it MGM film, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Universal, so Arrow could put it out. Arrow, get the fuck on that. I know. Who released it over in the UK? can't remember it was the older dnr master not the newer one which was a shame um next we have from universal themselves a film that came up conversation um at work the other day um this is a film that everyone loves if they saw it around the right age and they think it's one of the best things ever however no one saw it when it came out i remember when it came out and it flopped terribly we have dreamworks prince of egypt it cost a fortune um and no one cares. It was Val Kilmer, Ray Fiennes. Um, it has an HR presentation of the film. Hopefully a decent master. Thing is, Universal DreamWorks, I think, don't mess with their 2D stuff like Disney do. I think it'll probably look okay. I mean, I don't know that, but I think it'll probably look all right. Um, it's got a DTSX audio track, which, hey, it's nice to have something that isn't Dolby Atmos, but also it's a remix. Boo, no thank you. Original soundtrack would have been fine, thanks. It was 1998. It had a 5.1 mix. Leave it as 5.1. It'd be absolutely fine. But people think it's like the best thing ever now. They didn't then. They really didn't. I mean, people that did see it liked it, but back then it flopped terribly. Paramount, the hit and miss studio, are releasing Flashdance in 40th anniversary 4K Blu-ray. Great. Lovely. Get, get the rest of Brockheimer stuff out, you know. There's no reason you can't, you know, go nuts with actually releasing some of your catalogue because that's your job is to release your catalogue stuff because otherwise it sits around doing nothing all day. There's no reason not to release it. However, stop fucking up because you break everything. You either DNR it or you smear the shit out of it or you just screw it up. So please, Paramount, stop messing things up. It's not the best film in the world. It was a massive, massive hit, because mostly because of the soundtrack and it's like right place, right time sort of movie. Um, I like it, but it's not amazing. Now, a film I've looked at a couple of times buying um, are many different formats, and I haven't for many reasons. Um... And I've just never got around to it. Um, we have From Beyond, um, which is out February 28th. So in a couple of weeks, I'm from Vinegar Syndrome. Never bought a Vinegar Syndrome release. They are very expensive from what my understanding is. This is someone who's paid 90 quid for the Frighteners. I'm very well aware of this. Oh, $44. That's not terrible. Um, I don't like the art, though. It's gopping. So, no, I mean... It's got a new 4K restoration, 35mm negative, which is great. HDR. Um, 
the Blu-ray's locked, which is a sucky thing. So that means someone else may be releasing it, which is more interesting to me than anything else. So have to wait and see what, what happens there. But I love Stuart Gordon. Um, I like H.P. Lovecraft stuff that isn't like the racist, horrible stuff. I love that they do something different with it. So, I um, mean, you know, I'll look at it. Um, Scream slash Shout Factory again are releasing a couple of double bill packs. Now, I talked about this last week, and I think the bit that's lost. So, again, if I recap myself, I do apologize. But um, we have the two I've never heard of, which are Dance with Death, Dance with the Damned. If anyone's seen them and says they're good, I mean, one's got, like, Maxwell Caulfield from Grease 2 in it, which is, you know, cool. I mean, that's Rex Manning, so, you know, great. Um, I've never heard of them, so I don't know. Um, they're... One's got... And Dance of the Dead's got 4K restoration, and Dance Damned has a 2K restoration. I don't know if they're related, um, or whether they just got Dance in the title, and that was their way to link them. I don't know. I mean, Dance for the Death has got the great tagline. He's seen them dancing naked, now we'll see them dead. Which is a great tagline. And <clears throat> the interesting one is Escape to Anthena slash March or Die. Now, Anthena, I loved as a kid. We also used to laugh about it a lot because Anthena was a poster shop in the UK. There was a shop that sold posters. Reprints of, like, movie posters or posters of whatever... Um, they did framing, some other bits and bobs, but they obviously went bust because that's a very niche market. Um, and we always used to think it was funny that it was like, we escaped to the poster shop. But it's great fun, sort of men on a mission movie with Roger Moore, Terry Savalas, um, Claudia Cardinale, Sonny Bono. It's Edit Gould's in it. Yeah, Edit Gould's in it. <clears throat> and George P. Cosmatis directed it, I'm pretty sure. I like that film. It's a great little men on a mission movie. And well worth watching. There is a UK release which I've talked about again. Can't remember if it's there or not. Um, which I probably will pick up. Because I don't think the Master's going to be that different. I don't think it's a terrible looking Master either. So have to wait and see on that one. Because I'm not sure. Um, I think I can get it pretty cheap. So I'm going to have a look to see if I want to go with that or not. I'll have to have a see. But it's the only one I get out of those ones. I'd rather just get Escape to Athena on their own. Because March or Die, the second film in that set, I've I don't know much about as a Gene Hackman movie, but I don't remember if I've seen it or not. Again, in lists of Shout Factory release things I want to buy, but piss me off. We have Dragon Heart. They've actually got some details of what's going to be on the disc. So it's a new 4K restoration of the film from the camera negative. Dolby Vision. Um, the good thing is it's got DTS Master Audio 5.1, so left alone. Because the mix on this again. 90s movies, great mixes. Um, it is definitely, 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 definitely worth hearing. Um, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous sound mix. So it, it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth buying for that alone. I would rather, since it's universal, wait to see if someone else releases it. Um, I know that the German version has Oro 3D and Dolby Atmos. I don't want that shit. I mean, there's a bit where Draco's talking to you and he flies around the soundstage. It's amazing. So I'd rather hear that personally. And last but not least, well, controversially least, um, we have Kino releasing Pretty Baby. Um, 
this is a film a lot of people think is banned or just not talked about or most people don't know about it. Basically, it's a a brothel um, where 12-year-old Brooke Shields lives in the brothel. She is naked a lot of it. Um, it was never banned, ever. Um, Imprint released it. Um, it's meant to have extras that didn't actually turn up. Um, yes, there is a naked... T- I mean, it's triggering to a lot of people because Brooke Shields is 12. She is naked in a lot of it. It is sexual content. Um, it's nothing hardcore, you know, horrible. It, the thing is, it was on Netflix. When Netflix first launched in the UK, I remember looking, and one of the first things that came up in, like, the like award-winning films or something like that section was Pretty Baby. I'm like, really? That? I thought it was banned back then, but obviously it's not. And it never was. Um, it's one of these things you get in your head. Um, I mean, it was cut in the UK, I think. Um, but to be honest, there's there's not much in it. I mean, it is about child prostitution and things like this. I mean, it is about a brothel but it's not what i call like a hardcore like exploitative thing i mean brooke shields talks quite you know um you know um what do you call it um exploitative. I mean, Brookshield talks quite nicely about it. Um, Susan Sarandon was going to do some extras on the imprint disc that I don't think ever happened. So it's not like it's one of these things that, you know, comes out. it's not a film you can watch a lot either. I mean, it's an uncomfortable watch because you do have the subject matter and obviously she's a very young girl and she's not wearing any clothes. I mean, that is what it is. I don't think it's overly sexualized apart from the fact that it's in a brothel. Um... Yeah, no, it's it's one of these films that I think should be released, and it's got 4K restoration, so it's preserved, which is great. But it's also going to jump to buy, like, straight away. Again, if there was a, like, an amazing deal or a Kino sale, say, like, a buy five, get one free or something stupid like that on a Kino deal, I might actually think, oh, actually, I could pick that up because it is a good film. Um, it is just a bit of a hard watch because of the, the subject matter, shall we say. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's one of these films that, again, preserve these things because they are important. They, someone spent time making them. Um, they are definitely worth preserving. It's not a bad thing. Um, because again, it's not this exploitative, horrible thing. It's it's a film about what it's about. So, a little bit on a main topic sort of thing is. I want to throw this open. I don't get a huge amount of comments. I mean, I get a few here and there from the people that are you know loyal to the channel and loyal to the podcast and stuff. But what would you watch if you had a screen on your own, um, all to yourself? You could program it. What would you want to watch? I mean, I've thought about this a lot. I mean, I've started putting things together in my head. I mean, I probably watch things that require a cinema. So Jurassic Park, for example, the original Farfield remix, the DTS mix of Jurassic Park. I want to hear that in a proper cinema. So I'd watch Jurassic Park. 
Um, I'd probably do a double bill of like that and Lost World. Um, Strange Days, the sound mix in that. I'd love to do that. I want to do a thing of like 90 superheroes as well. So I'd watch um, The Shadow and the Rocketeer or The Shadow and the Phantom. Imagine the Shadow soundtrack in a cinema. I mean, I saw it in the cinema at the time, but with modern stuff, not on 35mm, like proper original digital stuff. I saw it, um, Dolby Surround, when it first came out, The Shadow. But imagine it now with that sort of a mix. It would be amazing. So, you know, I've looked at all these things and, like, what you would do. And, again, it all depends on the people. It all depends on someone actually coming. So it might be that you're sitting on your own all day and... No one shows up and wants to watch this stuff with you, which is what happens sometimes, you know. However, there might be a thing where, you know, it catches on and you do these weird program events. I mean, I know that people like Quentin Tarantino, whatever else, do these weird double bills or whatever else. But what would you do? You know, what what sort of things would you do? I would mention like Blade 2 <coughs> and The Punisher. Um I was trying to think, you know, I was looking at my discs and things that I had. I mean, the original Star Wars trilogy, obviously, the unaltered versions. Um, that would be neat. Um, things that people don't know about, maybe, sort of surprising people. Like, maybe do Caravan of Courage and... and um, this first one just called the Ewok Adventure, or was that Caravan of Courage? The two Ewok movies, you know. Things that people haven't seen, you know. Do something to really surprise people. Like... Um, I'm like tracking down weird things like open map versions of films at the moment or four to three versions of films because they probably look quite good on that screen. Maybe Zack Snyder's Justice League, you know, to see on one of these bigger digital IMAX ratio screens. I mean, that's kind of a cool thing, you know, to try and maximize the the screen real estate or the sound system. You know, how many films do you think, oh, I wish I'd seen that in the cinema? Well, there's an opportunity now that I could do that. I could say, you know, hey, I'm going to whack on this. Does anyone want to join me? You know, I'm going to have a all-nighter of this. Anyone who's working, you know, who finishes a certain time, start at, say, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. and watch, um, you know, the Kill Bill movies back-to-back or, you know, Top Gun 1 and 2 double builds or, you know, anything, really. Um, do you want to watch original Disney stuff? You know, the original versions of, say, The Lion King. Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace. Because, you know, most people didn't see that in the cinema. It's got a bit of an appreciation going now. Watch the original theatrical version of Phantom Menace. Imagine the pod race with that original DTS soundtrack back in the cinema. That'd be badass, you know. I've also got to find out what happens when you put DTS through these Dolby's, Dolby amps. Does it just process it as PCM? I think it does. But what does it sound like? Does it sound any good? I mean, I put my own content on a screen once just to see what it looked like. Um, I put the Terminator on just to see how it looked. Um, it's all legal and above board, don't get me wrong. It's like an original version that, you know, was played normally. Um, one of the guys came in the other day to the one I was training at, and he watched, he's trying to educate himself. So he watched Bonnie and Clyde, the lackluster Blu ray from Warner. Um, so that's mono, that was great. Um, and he watched a Goofy movie on DVD, and DVD did not hold up on that screen at all. It's the biggest screen in that cinema, and it looked like shit. Um, but, for example, what would it look like with this, you know? If we were to have it decent in, it's 2K projector, but if put 4K through it, a down sample it anyway, so it would actually look pretty decent. And I've been looking through trying to think, what would I watch? I mean, 
this won't be something that'd be a weekly thing. It might be every four weeks, maybe every four months where I could just say, hey, look, I'm going to stay at work. So that's thing you're going to work. You know, you're going to work and you're staying there late. So some people are just like, do you know what? I've been at work for eight hours. I don't want to stay till one in the morning watching a movie and then have to drive home. You know, it's it's that little thing of like you're already at work. You kind of want to finish for the day. Um, maybe watching older Bond movies or, you know, I went to the Odeon near me and watched um, Living Daylights um, and I stayed home and watched License to Kill in the end. But it was the crappy old masters, you know, what happens if I got like a 35 millimeter print scan and put that on? That looks so much better and it would look great projected as well. Terminator was like that. It was like projected in mono and it's just, it just felt grindhousey and weird, especially in the old cinemas training and it felt really like you'd think like dollar theater in the States, like real grindhousey, gritty. It felt like a cinema experience in the eighties. And that's kind of what I want. Um, I'm glad to have a proper play. This thing is, you know, I'm still training for a while. I'm going to three more cinemas in my training till like mid March. So very little time to actually play. And you need a quiet night where you could actually go up to projection, hook something up or a day off when you go in and you've got the okay to just do what you want. Go up to projection, plug something in, and just play around and see what it looks like. Um, the cinema's training in is a bit easier because it's an older one. You can just run down some stairs and it's quick to get in. With mine, you've got a lift and two different floors. So it takes more travel. Um, and if you're plugging the external thing in, you'd have to put it so it was facing out on the portholes in projection so you'd be able to get a remote working. Um, I've hooked my phone up over HDMI to one of them just to see what it was like, and it worked fine. But there's no way of controlling it. So you'd have to press play and run. And hopefully you didn't miss too much. Um, but I like the idea of messing around and doing stuff. I mean, it's not the primary like thing of the job. It's just a perk. But again, you'd have to invite everyone because otherwise it's just someone somewhere would get their nose bent out of shape because we well, would invite me or I'm not allowed to do rah, 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 rah. And it's like anyone's allowed to do whatever they want as long as it's not breaking the law or it's not, you know watching hardcore pornography or something stupid on there. Um, this way, at least, it's something everyone can join in with. So someone somewhere might be like, hey, yeah, I'll watch a Terminator 1 and 2 double bill. Great, let's do it. You know, even if it's me and someone else or it's me and like the whole team, because I was like, oh, my God, Terminator on the big screen. Yeah, I'll watch that. Or something that's never been on the big screen again, like... Like Bonnie and Clyde, like the guy watched, you know, that's what I want to watch, you know, things like that. So what do you guys want to watch? What would be your ideal double bill? If you had access to this stuff and you could play any version of anything, what what would you want to watch? You know, maybe a Chronicles of Riddick triple bill. That'd be pretty cool. Get the Arrow 4K of the original. Watch the Blu-ray of the second one and the Blu-ray of Riddick. That'd be pretty neat. I'd be down for that. They're great. They're great little action films. Um, it's hard to think of things to do that aren't sort of obvious because a lot of this stuff gets released anyway. I mean, I was thinking like a Halloween Evil Dead triple bill or before Evil Dead Rise comes out showing the unrated original because um, I've got that on disc, you know. Well, I've got every Evil Dead thing on disc. But, you know, things like that or watching like the 4K versions of 1, 2 and Army of Darkness because I've got those. But then they re-released Evil Dead 1 and 2 all the time. So it's not that exciting. 
showing Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection. Well, Alien gets re-released all the time. Aliens doesn't, so maybe Aliens would be a good thing, you know. Get a print scan of that, or get just the normal 4K Blu-ray. I hate that 4K Blu-ray. The, two, um, the 4K remaster, rather. I hate that version. But it'd be nice to do something like that, just to get something cool going, because you could do so much and make these cool little things happen. And I'm kind of excited for that. I'm excited for movies. Do you know what? I get a weird kick. I'm at work. It is my job. And there are some good bits and bad bits because that's what jobs are like. But walking into a screen, I still got that little yee, that little kick of adrenaline, that little boy, like schoolboy sort of like, oh my God, I'm in a cinema thing. And I do that all day. You know, I walk into screens all day because I get excited when I go to see a film and I'm walking down that little um, corridor to the screens. I'm excited because I'm about to watch a movie and that's what I love. And I still get that little weird tingle now when I'm going to watch a film or I'm going to check to see if the adverts are playing or check to see that, you know, plane is playing okay or whatever else it is or going in to check the air conditioning's working or whatever it is just walking into a screen even if there's no one in there and there's nothing going on in there it's really exciting to me and that's something I never want to lose and hopefully I don't because I get to do it all day every day I think that's really fun exciting and different and I hope that keeps going because at the moment I'm loving it um but yeah, please do comment. If you if you want to let me know on Twitter or in the comments on YouTube or on Patreon or whatever else, what would your ideal double bill be? You know, Goldfinger and Man with the Golden Gun. You know, something like that. Something really weird. You know, they go together because they've got gold in the title or Golden Eye and Man with the Golden Gun. You know, would you rather watch this or that or, you know, this, 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 you know? Because, yeah, they re-released all the Bond films recently, but... Could you do it in a better way? Could you do these cooler double bills? Could you do um, the original Casino Royale coupled with Never Seen Ever Again? I mean, I could. I've got access to them all. What would you watch and why would you watch it? That's what I want to know. So that's it for today. Um, Next week, I should be back. I'd see no reason that I wouldn't be. A lot more travel involved in this next one. It's about an hour in good traffic, whereas the Last one I've been at should be 45 minutes of good traffic, but it's been taking me an hour on top of that because the traffic's been bad. So we'll see what happens, and I'll report back on if I know more about, you know, how the sausage is made with a screen X and all this other stuff because it is fascinating to me. So, yeah, um, until then, I hope everyone had a good week, and I'll talk to you next time.